change. And Lord, would you use everything that we can do to get people here that somebody might get saved. We do pray. Bless us who we pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. I was visiting yesterday with a man over there that's very sick and he looks like he's going to die. He's just a doctor. Already called, we already, already called in hospice and everything. And he asked his wife to call me that he needed to see me. And so I drove and talked with him. And he said, I wanted you to come because I wanted somebody to tell me the truth and just what's going on and how things are going to be. And I had the best time reading the Bible to him and praying with him and just talking to him. I said, now look, buddy, you know that you're not going to die. It's just out from this body present with the Lord. You're just going to be moved out of here into a brand new body. And his face, and it, it just uh, glowed, you know I mean, with the with the hope. I said, think about this. Think about uh, when you take your last breath here, what you're fixing to see and the glory of the Lord that's going to be there. And the only reason I told you that because I want you to listen to what I'm fixing to read to you <clears throat> in Isaiah 59. Isaiah chapter 59. I want to begin to read in verse 1. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that He cannot save, neither is ear heavy that He cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid His face from you, that He will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies. Your tongue hath muttered perverseness. None calleth for justice, nor any pleaded for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. They hatch cockatrice eggs and weave the spider's web. He that eateth of their eggs dieth, and they which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. Their webs shall not become garments, neither shall they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. There are peace have they not known. There's no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. Therefore is judgment far from us. Neither doeth justice overtake us. We wait for light, but behold, obscurity. For brightness, but walk in darkness. We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday, as in the night. We're in desolate places at dead men. We roar all like bears, and mourn like doves. We look for judgment, but there is none. For salvation, but it is far off from us. For our transgressions are multiplied before thee, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. In transgression, in lying, and against the Lord, 
in departing away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. And judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off, for truth is fallen in the streets, and equity cannot enter. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. And the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment. Pray with me. Father, would you bless your word tonight to our hearts? And Lord, as your word goes out, would you let somebody hear tonight and have that sweet peace that we belong to you and you take care of us. And that is no lie. That's the truth. Bless us, we pray tonight now. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't know if you listened to Biden last night uh, as he was talking to the nation. and I listened to a little bit of it and turned it over to the hockey game about three words of it and I got enough of that but uh, what I was only reason I brought that to your attention is that uh, I never seen a president or a leader of our country can look people straight in the face and just tell bald faced lies like he told it last night of things that's going on that uh, everything's great in this country everything's going good Gas price is going to be great, and just on and on and on. And I said, "Are you kidding? I wonder what part of the world he's in." And uh, then I went over to see that friend of mine is dying. He wanted to know the truth about stuff. And I read this verse, verse 14, in this passage of scripture. And I come on verse 14, and judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off. For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Now, do you know what equity is? It's fairness. That's all it means. And I'm so sick of wrongdoings in this world. There is no fairness in this life anymore, it seems. There's no judgment on the wicked anymore. Little children are getting raped and mistreated. Little old ladies and little old men are being robbed and pushed around. Do you ever wonder why this is? Look at verse 14. For judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth for all, for truth is fallen in the street, and equity or fairness cannot enter. Darius, king of Persia, gave a feast for 127 of his governors and famous people. Darius the king asked four of his guards to enter a contest to speak a word or sentence that would impress the king and those present. The one who spake the most powerful word or sentence would be given a golden necklace and a place of honor at the king's court. One said wine is strongest. He said because wine influences the lives of people, their homes, their families, and their nation. Wine is the strongest. The second man said the king is strongest. Because of the influence the king had upon people's lives. At his voice, thousands obeyed. Uh, the entire empire was affected by the king. The king is strongest. The third man said, Woman is strongest. Because he said, How she influences men, and man's life live and sacrifice and die for woman. Woman is the strongest. The fourth man stood up and said, Truth is strongest. 
And by the time he got through giving his reason why truth is stronger than wine and stronger than the king and stronger than woman, the crowd stood and cried out, Truth is strongest. Great is truth. Now, you know what the problem is today? There's no proper judgment today. Judgment is turned back. Equity or fairness cannot get by. Why? Because truth is falling in the street. Uh, verse 14 says, Justice standeth afar off. Justice comes down the road and wants by. But justice cannot get by. Why? Because justice, like judgment, is built on truth. Now, if there's no truth, then there's no justice. If there is no truth, there's no judgment. Judgment is turned back and justice stands afar off and says, I can't get by because truth is falling in the street. Now, that's why the problem, in, and that's the problem with our government today. That's why the problem is in the schools today. That's what the problem is at homes today and churches today. There are three things that needs to be said about truth today. Number one, truth does not die. Truth falls in the street, but it does not die. Now, I know we're living in a New Age movement, and people say we have changed the times. We have to change with the times. But I'll tell you right now, truth does not die. Truth is always the same. Two times two is still four. The Bible is still the Word of God. Jesus Christ is still the virgin-born Son of God. Our old natures are still sinful by birth. Christ Jesus still died for our sins. We still must be born again to go to heaven. There's still a heaven with streets of pure gold and gates of pure pearl. There's still a hell and fire for those that's lost. And the great day of God's judgment is still coming. Amen? Now, just because some educated, know-it-all businessman or woman or college person uh, comes along and says, uh, the school principal and teaches and says it ain't so, it doesn't make it true. The Bible says it is truth. The Bible is still true. Christ is still God's Son. Uh, hell is still hot. Hell is still fire. Heaven is still real, and it's a boat of God. Salvation is still available to whosoever will. The new birth is still necessary for you to go to heaven, and truth still does not die. Truth does not die, number one. Truth needs help, number two. Now, truth is falling in the street. Equity cannot enter. Judgment tries to get by Cannot, so it goes the other way. Why? Because truth is falling in the street. Now notice something. Number one, truth does not die, but truth needs help. Now, let me show you what I'm talking about. Turn to Acts. I'll just show you a simple uh, illustration of Acts chapter 8. <clears throat> the book of Acts chapter 8, and I want to begin to read in verse 26. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go towards the south, under the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of the great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. Then the Spirit saith unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. 
And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some men, should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him and tell him the truth. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Isaiah 53 is one of the greatest chapters in the Bible on the plan of salvation. And tells men how to be saved, and it tells it clearly. Yet this man, now I want you to watch this, this man is eunuch here in Acts chapter 8, uh, he'd been studying Isaiah 53. That's what he's, the, where he was reading here, according to the Bible. He was reading Isaiah 53, verse 7 and 8. Now, in this one chapter of the Old Testament, tells men how to be saved clearly. Yet, this man shouted, How can I except some man should guide me? Now, what I'm saying is, truth needs help. You see, truth needs help. Truth needs a man. Truth, truth needs uh, proclaiming. Truth needs preaching. Truth needs teaching. And coming out of our Bible colleges and our seminaries and universities today is a lot of uncertain soundings, such as just preach positive. Don't step on anybody's toes. You can't build a church, a great church, uh, preaching those kind of things. Don't call sin by its name. You'll run people off. Now listen to me. If there's one thing that I want to do and I must do by God's grace, and I will do it by God's grace, and that I want for this church is that every teacher, every worker must do is never leave any doubt in anybody's mind what is true. I may have preached long sermons. Uh, Sometimes I, I don't use good grammar, and I know that. I may have preached loud. I may have uh, used, not used homiletics as I can. And by the way, I know how, but I ain't going to do it. But I, I, I may not use homiletics like I have. But this one thing I want everybody to do, and I want people to leave the building and go out of this place knowing that I believe the Bible is true. I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe every person must be born again. But, because once truth falls from the pulpit, it will block traffic. The way will not be made plain. People will not be uh, at the altar and on their knees. And when truth is standing, it says, this is the way, this is the way, and the only way. Now, without truth, number three, there is no way. Now, turn to John 14, verses 1 through 6, and I won't take time to read it, but Jesus says, I am the way. Now, the same one who said, I am the way, also said, I am the truth. And without truth, without Jesus, there is no way. When truth falls in the street, then the way falls also. Because he who is truth is also the way. That's why equity cannot get by. Because truth has fallen, and will with truth the way fall. Nobody is dogmatic today. If there's one thing I want to do is when it comes to preaching is, is I want to preach with such authority, and every preacher ought to do that. I'm not just saying me. I'm saying every preacher, every church, ought to be dogmatic. I like what Brother Rolf told me years ago. I think it was Brother Rolf, one of the old great preachers that I was talking to when I was called to in the ministry. He said, now listen, son. He said, you have no right to ever go into that pulpit and say, this is what I think. He said, you don't have that right. 
He said, you better know what's right before you get in that pulpit and preach to other people. You better know that Bible and know it's the Word of God and know that's what it says. It's like I told you, I read this book and I was reading what a man wrote and he was giving answers to the Bible. And I thought, well, I'm interested in that. I'm going to read that book. And I started reading and he'd give a, he'd, he'd give a question about something and he'd give, this is what I think. And he didn't give any scriptures to back it up. Well, I really don't care what he thinks. I want to know what thus says the Lord. And people say, that's dogmatic, preacher. You can't get in the Bible and say, uh, the Bible, this is the only Bible, and God's the only God, and so on. You can't say those kind of things to people. That's being dogmatic. Praise the Lord. That's what you've got to be. You know why? Because truth stands. I like what another preacher said. He said, if you always tell the truth, it'll stand on its own. But if you tell a lie, you'll have to prop it up. And then you'll prop it up with another lie, and another lie. And it'll fall. But if you tell the truth, it'll stay there. Amen? And I like, I like being a preacher and preaching the truth, the Word of God. And if somebody comes up, I don't like what you say, preacher. Well, that's okay. You ain't arguing me, you argue with God. Amen? Because I'm going to preach the Bible, the truth. And so, uh, everybody today is looking for the answer and somebody to stand up in the White House or stand up uh, where they say to them, it's wrong to drink alcohol and cocktail. It's sinful and worship any other God besides Jehovah God. It's wrong. Hinduism is, must go. Buddhism must go. When truth falls in the street, the Supreme Court gets confused. Abortion is made legal murder. Our homosexuals have equal rights to adopt babies and on and on. Truth stands. Amen? Did you know the Bible makes it very plain in the book of Proverbs that one thing, one of the things that God hates is killing the innocents? Innocents? Well, babies are innocent. And we have killed millions in this country. You think about it. And the Bible says God hates that. That's truth. That's standing. You can't get in there. You can't get in a pulpit and then no, 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 preacher. You don't understand. No, you got to leave it there. Now let me finish by saying this: For all these years, I've done my best to stay to the truth and preach the truth and be faithful to the truth because I know in doing so, people will be pointing to the one Jesus Christ who is truth. Because he who is truth is the way, and he who is truth and the way is also eternal life. John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I went to my buddy, and he's dying on his bed, and I, I got down on my knees beside him, and I was reading the Bible, praying with him. And he said, I knew you would come and tell me the truth of what's going on. And I read him the Bible, and to see the, the difference that it makes to somebody that knows they're fixing to die, so somebody tell them the truth. Amen? Don't, don't flower it over. Just tell it like it is. And you know, God can use that. Listen to me just a minute. John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the light. That's Jesus doing the speaking. John 8, 32, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You want to be free from sin and guilt? Come to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is truth. Amen? He is the way. Now I want to read you something. Turn over with me to John uh, chapter 10 for just a minute. Just back up to John chapter 10. 
I'll get just just read a few verses with me. John chapter ten, verse one. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that enters not by the door in the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he that enters in by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him the potter opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. And all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. Now, uh, skip right over to verse 26 with me. But ye believe not, because ye are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my Father's hand. Now, you think about that just a minute. If you want to help somebody in life, period, just tell them the truth of the Word of God. And tell them the truth, period. I'm so tired of people getting up and making up things and, and just telling it is the truth. And you look at it and you know it's not true when it comes to the Word of God or where it comes to just everyday living. And I know the truth is the Word of God. If you want to help somebody in their marriage, in their finances, in everyday living, in being saved and going to heaven, there's one place you can always come to. Right there. To get all the help you need. Amen. Engage everything else by that book. It's truth. Amen. Father, we ask you to go with us and watch over us. We're so glad we're children of God tonight. And Lord, we are are looking forward to this coming Sunday. Many people have already said they're going to be here. And some are lost on the way to hell. And Lord, this might be the only time they'll ever hear the gospel. And I pray that you'll give us the unction of the Holy Spirit, that he might deal with every heart that enters this building. Watch over and keep us. In Jesus' name.